Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now my name ring bells. All across the world, so my name ring bells. Welcome to Fade the Booth with your host, the best deep thread ever, Deshaun Jackson. What's going on? It's your boy Deshaun Jackson, and you now tuned in to Fade the Booth. I got a very special guest, straight from my neck of the woods. My brother Dom Kennedy, what's up, bro? What up? What up? What up? Man, Appreciate you coming here. on, man. You know it. It's a pleasure, man. You know, it's uh, I look at it as like, man, two dudes coming from the same area, Lamarck Park. You repping hard, like, yeah. You know, for me, growing up, you know, Forty Second and Stalker, Norton, whatever you want to call it, like, <laughs> for me, man, that shit installed some special in me as a young age, man, just yep. from a hustler's mentality. Yeah. Um, you know, my first question to you is. Like, what was it like for you growing up in Lamar Park, South Central area? Mm-hmm. And like, what were some of the obstacles you had to face, like as a young kid? And like, you know, what was your inspiration for music, and how did you kind of get into it? Um, man, my my inspiration was my older homies. Right. You know, what I'm saying uh, when my mom moved to Lamar in the early '90s, I would say around '92 ish. Um, you know, I was the younger dude in the crew on my street, Sixth Avenue. You know what I'm saying? And Garthwaite, they come together right, right there. You know what I'm saying? Off 42nd, you know, before you get to King on the other side. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so right there, if you could imagine, like, I was like, um, like, the dudes that I kicked through was like seventh, eighth graders. I was like second, third, fourth right. grade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I didn't really, have, it's a big difference. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it then, but like, and one of the things that I used to see them do a lot was rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, kicking it with them, I used to, um, you know, hear a lot of albums, Tupac, Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know what I'm saying? Those was like the popular things that they listened to at the time, like that would play a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just being like in Lamar, you know what I'm saying? I, I, two of them started a rap group, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the rest was history. So at the time, I wasn't really like thinking of rap. You know, I, I always tell people that like I wasn't like a kid that like dreamed to be like a rapper or a rap star. And sure. I want to be a CEO more than just a rapper mm-hmm. always, you know. But um, two of them, they started a rap group, two of my homies. This was probably like maybe 96. Okay. So this a minute ago. This 96. You know, they probably in the ninth grade. I'm probably like in the fourth or fifth grade by then. And um, they was repping Lamar Park, man, right on they tape. What's you know what I'm saying? That group name was Threshold. I remember it was Wayne. Yeah. It was the, the they was it was Wayne and Lance. They went Calypso and uh, Ghost for sure. Was they Nash? Damn, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, and they was a group, and they used to they used to rap. I remember we went to uh, Hollywood one time to a taping of the Wayne's Brothers show, actually mm-hmm. with the homie Ma, and they rapped like during the break and stuff. And I was a kid watching it, and I just remember it just had an effect on me, you know, because I think I say all that to say up until that point. I didn't think like rapping, you know, like we was like capable of doing that. I For thought sure. rap was just like, you know, people you saw on TV. Probably right. like you come to watch a football. It yeah. went from you watching people admiring them to like, oh shit, I'm on I the can field do, playing I, with And people. I can do this. You know what I'm saying? So at those times, I was just really observing, man, and just trying to like soak it all in. That was like my initiation to like living in Lamert. Right. So for from my perspective, I mean like fourth grade, that's young. And for you like to have yeah. an inspiration to want to rap at that age, like how was your support system? Like, did your moms or, you know, pops, I don't know, you know, who yeah. was around when you was raised, yeah. but like, did they support you? And like, what was that like for them seeing you at a young age and like, damn, he 
probably hanging yeah. out in the streets doing yeah. certain stuff. Like, what was that support yeah. like? When I got out of high school and I started wanting to take rap serious now, I'm like like 19 years old and I'm like, damn, do I want to get a job? Do I want to work at the airport? You feel what I'm saying? Those right. are like my options. You know what I'm saying? Just on some real life shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, what could I offer the world? You know what I'm saying? What type of skills do I have that like, you know, I could get something in exchange for it? And I just remember I started writing, man, and then like a year or so later, talking to my dad about it, and he would like give me like, I used to have to go off of Slauson and Verdun. Mm-hmm. I knew a dude had a studio on Slauson and Verdun, um, an older dude named Payback. He was a producer in the 90s, and so he flipped his money and was able to have a studio. So I'm young. He probably in his, he probably around 40. I'm like 20. Right. You know, and me and my cousin, my dad would give me a hundred bucks. That got me four hours. Period. At the studio on Starson and Verdun. Right. So I pay him 25 an hour. I go for four hours. I will record every, whatever I wrote, listen right. to it all week after that, then record another song. Damn. Then after I got about like eight, 10 songs, I started being like, damn. I should put how I need to play this for people, like yeah. how I'm gonna put it out. And then, you know, I just went to the internet. That was the only option. Right. You know, the music business was falling at that time. For sure. And that was that was probably what, like like late nineties? No, that was I mean no, early, that was two thousand. That was two thousand and eight. Oh, 2008, okay. Yeah. When I first started like taking it really serious, serious, 2005, 2006, I started like starting to get the ideas. 2008 is when I dropped my first Dom Kennedy mm-hmm. piece of music. Definitely. What, what, what would you say is your first album or first song that like really inspired you to rap? Like, you know, mm-hmm. what artists or like, because me growing up, you said 96, yeah. like Pac, you know, that was the year yeah. Pac died, but like me, I, yeah. I used to love Pac growing yeah. up. Like, what was your first album or like, what was that song that was like, man, like, I'm finna rap? I'm going to keep it real. Okay. You know, rest in peace to DMX. You know, he he was a great artist, and I feel like DMX when he's when hit when that era came in, like right. that real Def Jam, like Rockefeller, for sure, Rough Riders. When they was having them cruise, that was when I started to like take like write and sit down. Seriously, but the first song I ever remember <clears throat> knowing all the lyrics to was "Around the Way Girl" by L. Cool J. Damn, right. Away, that's, <laughs> that's an old school, old school joy right school, there. Yeah, like, LL got that's you. like 89. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm a baby, but I remember even back then having the ability to like track out every word that he was saying and right. understand, like, damn, I feel like I understand what bro's saying. You exactly. know what I mean? He talking about the type of female around in the city that he attracted to, mm-hmm. you know, on a record. And I respected that. I liked that. You know what I mean? Right. And 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 I look at it as you for being Dom Kennedy out the West, like something about LA is special to you. Like obviously oh, yeah. for me, I go I go across the world. I go around the world. Like I'm playing in all these different type of cities. Like I got right. a chip on my shoulder every time I step on the field mm. and I'm playing versus a nigga from Florida or right. New York, wherever from. I'm like, I'm from LA. You get right. what I'm saying? Right. Like what's that like for you? Like in the, yeah. in the music industry? Cause you from the West, bro. Lamar yeah. Park and you've named yeah. your albums like West Side. Like yeah. how does LA like make you feel as far yeah. as being like, I'm from the West, bro. Right. Well, you know where we come from. You know, just on and off the record, the main question is growing up in LA is where you from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Period. So it's like, if that's how I'm going to be treated as a youth, you know, I have to give my respect in LA, period, then yeah, I got to carry that to the world. You period. know what I'm saying? And I think that's what you're saying. So it's like, before any I get to anywhere else and I go and people want to ask me a question, I'm going to let you know. Right. You feel me? So that was always my mindset. Like LA was all, and Lamar Park was always like, if I get to go down for being a synonymous with anything, mm-hmm. I want it to be that. For sure. Because that's why I learned the game. 
Period. So if I don't have LA, if I don't have Lamar, if the homies never rapped and said Lamar Park on the song, I never even get the idea to do that either. Damn. So it's that's like, I, I'll be a fraud if I got on the mic and shout out anything else. Right. Because that's what you're from. And that's that's what you, I know. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's so that was always my inspiration. I knew that from day one to my last day. Like, I gotta, I'm repping it. Man, I got to shout it out. You know what I'm saying? Huge. I got to shout it out. Hey, you know what's crazy, man? Because I remember, you know, rest in peace, my brother Nipsey Hussle. Yes, but sir. I remember like, man, I want to say right after you dropped your first project, I think you dropped your first project in 08. Yeah. So I remember like in 2010, I was, you know, uh, he had the studio downtown. I had yep. pulled up on him one day. Yep. And I was like, I'm like, damn, bro, what's up with Dom? He like, that's my nigga. He's like, bro, hard. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, bro, I'm rocking with this shit. Because, yeah. you know, for me- to hear niggas rapping Lamar, you know Nip, he from 60s, you right, know, he right, right. Crenshaw Slauson, but you know yeah. Vernon, right, Ray exactly. Denver, that's the hood, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So for yeah. me, I'm like, I always like, damn, bro, what's up with Dom? He used to always show love to you, man. Like, yeah. tell the people, no, what was your relationship dude, with, with, with dude, Nip, Special from man. day zero, man. Nip was a, you know, man, one of the most special people you could ever meet, man. I'm sure you could. But I actually heard about Nip before I knew him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... You know, coming from the area, just like you, like we, you know, if it's it's probably like your family member, how we was talking off camera that I know, you right. know, from childhood. So it's like we all, if we don't know each other, we all gonna we know, know each, each other. other. So it's like I knew all nip, you know, a lot of nip circle and you know friends and people that knew him, but we never actually knew each other growing up. But when we did meet, I actually heard about him because, you know, get Lamert. We walk mm-hmm. in the 43rd. Period. We going to New Millennium, getting haircut. Yeah. So one day I'm in the back of the barbershop in the alley right there. You know what I'm saying? And the homies are smoking and talking and whatever. And I'm thinking about at the time getting into the music game. Right. This is pre-me dropping anything. And so the homies is talking and they like, yeah, you know, everybody out here in LA ain't popping because everybody's scared. And you know, they just talking. <laughs> And then, but then if somebody say like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, if anybody gonna crack, you gotta take the approach like Nip doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was in a car like, who is that? Yeah. Like, I never had heard of bro before right. that, prior to that. So I didn't say nothing. I remember that day I went home and I looked it up, like looked up and I saw a Nip video. Mm-hmm. He only had one video. Was that Hustle Hospital with Six O Crip on the t-shirt? Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm saying? Yeah, that was bad. Man, that was a- the only video bro had out. Yeah. And I seen it, and I was like, I'm going to remember this dude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And by the grace of God, I bumped into him like, you know, like sometime in the next couple months after. I remember he was with Rempaw. He probably don't even remember this. Yeah. We were somewhere. He was with Rempaw. And uh, I just wired up to him. And I was like, I told him, my name Dom Kennedy. And uh, he looked, and he was like, that's what's up. Yeah, nice to meet you. Right. And, then, and then we linked up after that. You know what I'm saying? And we was homies ever since then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For real. Get, get, give me a... I mean, you you in a rap game. You know, you done did songs with them. You know, yeah. I, I'm i a football nigga, you know, but yeah. I grew up, you know, with yeah. Nip in the streets. Like, you... Yeah. I, I need to hear something like where you was like, man, dude special. Dude going to be something like before... You know, y'all blew oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, from day zero, the, yeah, man. From day. day zero. You know, just from me and Nip, like, he was exactly who he said he was to the end. I'm just proud of him for writing it all the way out. You know, mm-hmm. like, he was prolific. as Like, you know, people know him to be now. But he was that on day zero. It was just, you know, um, like, watching Nip, you know, hanging out with Nip, you know what I'm saying? You know him. Like, he was a serious dude, but he was a person. For sure. You know what I'm saying? He was a person. So... I mean, that to say, it's a picture of us that, you know, circulate on the internet that Paniche took where we laid out in the studio. Like, he sleep on the floor like this, I'm on a couch sleep. You know, right. and people look at that, but really, 
We was at his spot, probably downtown, same spot. His AC was broke. Mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> we didn't have no no groupies. We didn't have no people just hanging out. Right. We was just trying to make something pop, out. bro, yeah. out of nothing. Yeah. You feel me? And we was in a hot-ass studio, and we was tired, and we fell asleep. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's the Nipsey hustle I worked for with. For sure, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? But Definitely. he was always like... If you looked at, like, I remember one time going to the studio at 1500 Spot and he had a track listing of what he, you know, originally he thought his first album should be. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at the songs and just being like, damn, this dude is special, you know, because he get it. And the songs eventually came out on different projects because right. he didn't get to put his full vision together because sure. of the label at the time. Yeah. But I could read the song titles of what he had written. And I was like, this is a beautiful like piece of work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And at the time, he wasn't getting no acclaim. Like, people was low-key, you know, to keep a real shitting on us kind of at the time. For what we was trying to do, but I but I don't think we never questioned nothing that we was trying to do. Never, like we never That's felt right. bad for ourselves. We never thought we was less than or more than nobody. We just wanted to grind it out. Right. And do our best, you know what I'm saying? We felt like that would be enough. Yeah, and I think that speaks for regular human beings. I mean, I yeah. feel like it's an image and a perception when you become a celebrity or yep. you a musician or a yep. sports athlete. It's like, right. damn, day, bro, we regular people. Right. And I try to get people yep. to understand, like, people always meet, damn, why you going back to the hood? Why you hanging around your boys? Right. Like, at the end of the day, when I'm supposed to make it and turn my back right. on everybody that was right. with me before right. this. You know it's kids at Pop Warner. That's going. That's in a position like you was in, Mandatory. and they gonna be playing one day too. You know what I'm saying? It helped them to see you, just like it helped you. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing when I come around. You know what I mean? I do it just for that, like knowing like it's a little dude just like me that's in the mark. He mm-hmm. trying to figure it out, just like when I went to get my first car. You right. feel what I'm saying? No, facts. And you just need that inspiration. Sometime. No, for sure, man. I salute you, man. You've been rocking a long time. You staying consistent, you, steady, putting Thank music you. out. Thank Every you. project you done put out, I've been rocking it. Thank you know, I be Thank way you. out in East Coast and we're banging, <laughs> right. banging down. But um, you know, for 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 me, man, um, I, I got a section in my uh in my show where we call it the billionaire talk, right? All so right. you know, billionaire talk is always to inspire. You know, I mean, inspire these young kids and just kind of give them motivation. Like for you, yeah. like what what point was it for you where you was at your down low, like rock bottom, and yeah. like you kind of wanted to give up in the music game or like probably yeah. shit wasn't going your way. Like, right. like can you give you know some game to you know somebody sitting back where they probably like, damn, I done gave everything I I got and it ain't cracking. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. what's that mindset for you? I put out from the West Side Love the first one, 2010. I was in Lamert. I shot a lot of videos. I was on the corner of Stocker Place and Lamert Boulevard, living right there in the apartment on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, at that time, I had I had spent two years, maybe three or four, writing, preparing myself. I had already put out two projects, gave two full years of my life to music, made zero dollars. Right. Got zero write-ups, zero praise. I might have got an unsigned hype in the double XL, so I want to shout that out. But that was about it, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting back asking myself, like, damn, man. You know, I remember literally being in tears, bro, like, stand up writing songs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being tired and being like, man, I want to go to sleep, but something like, nah, write one more verse for me. You feel what I'm saying? And it became, in, in those nights and them days like that, is became my salvation because those songs was the ones that the college kids picked up mm-hmm. on the most that allowed me to go perform at Oklahoma right. University or Texas University or you know what I'm saying? Be right. start traveling every weekend. Mm-hmm. After that project came out, I think maybe the next at least two years, we was gone every weekend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every weekend, bro, we was getting at least 
fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand dollars a weekend. You know what I'm saying? And it went from I'm talking about nothing. You right. know what I'm saying to that. So it just take that real, honestly, extreme belief in. I think people sometimes scared to understand that in those moments you're gonna be by yourself. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like you might have to go to the gym personally. Like you the one out there. Right. You gotta get to the ball. I gotta get the beat right. I gotta I gotta work on my performance. You know what I'm saying? And and you can't be scared to embrace those like isolation moments right. if you want to be great. Or elevate yourself to the next level and just know that that's what comes with it. You know, don't turn mm-hmm. your back on it. Like, it's a light at the end of that tunnel or that isolation <laughs> that's painful that's, that's going to bring all the people that you're trying to see wonder if they know who you are, if they rock with you. Like, you got to keep going to find out. Yeah, no, that's crazy. You said that light at the end of the tunnel because I was having a meeting last night. I don't know if you know, but I got jackpot. You know, that's I started a regulator right, yeah, back you yeah. know, like 10 years ago. But yeah. I was talking to some of the artists. Kid Cali, R.P. Kid, Kid Cali, my easy, bro. Yeah, yeah, T-Rhyme, right. my boys, yeah. you know. Um, but now I was just talking to him last night, and I was like, you know, because I got a few artists where they living in the hood, you know, mm-hmm. moms doing this, that. like, mm-hmm. And it, I, I know that because I came from that. So I'm like, yeah. you're not the only person that's right. going through what you're going through. Like right. every person that's right. made it done went through something. You right. get what I'm saying? But like for me- my inner my inner tuition or my inner self talking to me like you just spoke for always told me like when shit bad keep going because at the going, end of the day man. ain't nothing gonna be easy you get what I'm saying it ain't it's even not worth gonna be a snap it. of a finger and you just gonna yep. blow up and make it I mean yep. some people yep. fortunately they able to do that with right. one song or certain things but it's like right. this shit take real work bro yeah so now I want to commend you for that um yep. you know for for me like I'm curious to know like what's the biggest mis- misconception people have about you like you know being from hmm. Murray Park or I think industry. that I think that like going back to the top of what we were saying, like I think people don't know how much a fan, and it's not just me, but how much like world culture that people from LA are knowledgeable about too. Because we listen to like if I make a song, for instance, mm-hmm. I had a song called Thank You Biggie, mm-hmm. or you know, a lot of different stuff that I touch on in my music, and people like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's big for you coming from LA. And it's like, yeah, we are extra out. We're gonna shout out Lamar Park, we're gonna do the LA thing. But we respect greatness across the board. You know what I'm saying? I think that they probably underestimate that as to even why I'm still here and be able to do what I do. It's because it's like, you know, to keep it real, I'll meet somebody like Puffy, you know what I'm saying? Diddy and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, he'll be like, yeah, man, that's crazy. My son play your music and, Mm -hmm. you know, I hear your vibe. Like, I love it. And I'm like, you know why? Like, I grew up listening to you. Like, I was paying attention. You feel me? But to everybody as a whole and like... You know, picking the little pieces that I love the most, you know, and incorporating it in that, you know. But I'm not just biased towards everything we do is 100 and everything everybody else do is like not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at it that look at it that way at all. I'm just yeah. down to rep LA. Yeah, no, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? And what I take from that, like like with me, like the ones before me, you get what I'm saying? Like the Jerry Rice's, the Randy Exactly. Bosses. You be, like, you know, if I got to get past in. them, yeah. you, they be like, what? Right, exactly. like I did this before you came, but see, you know, you. I think nowadays these young, these young cats, they like, it's different, bro. The era it's, we grew selfish. up in and our big selfish. homies, yeah. these young niggas, they just feel like, oh, I'm the yeah. wave and I'm popping it. Right. I don't got to give respect right. to, to the niggas that right. did it before me. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It's selfish. It's, it's a real selfish element to the whole thing right now. You know what I'm saying? But right. luckily, we from a different generation. So it's like, you know, when I first got to meet Snoop, you feel mm-hmm. me? I'm excited as shit. Like, right. sign this post. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do this, do that. Yeah. Like, 
the fuck I look like not showing love to Snoop or you know what I'm saying, yeah. whoever. Yeah, uh, we ran into uh, Slick Rick before at a show. That was, you know what I mean? Yeah. We was happy to take a picture with Slick Rick. You feel I what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just says what? It's just about who you are as a person, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? If you solid as a person, it's going to show. You solid all the you way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what's like... I'm gonna ask a few songs. I, I, you probably yeah. like all your hard music. You right, get what I'm saying? Right. But like, no, sure. if you could like pinpoint two or three songs, like from Don Kennedy, like playlist or tracklist that you didn't in your archives that you done did, like what is your three favorite or two to three favorite songs that you have personally that you record that I couldn't go without? Yeah, I would say when I come around, I would say off uh, from the West Side with Love too. I would say Black Bentley's off Get Home Safely. And I would say, yeah, yeah. And I would say, man, I don't know what the. I got a song called "On the Avenue." I'm working on for the new West Side with Love Three. So I really like that one. That's yeah, gonna that's gonna be one of my favorites, man, too. for sure. No, that's yeah. what's up. What, um, <laughs> what, what is some advice you would give yourself like ten years ago? That man. like now where you at today? Like, what's some advice you would give the young Don Kenny ten years ago? I would say. Don't be afraid to collaborate more. You know what I'm saying? Share more. You know, not saying I did, I didn't do enough because I did. You know, and I I collaborated with the right people. But I would say, just stay mindful of like because I think that we like um my boy T Fly. He he, you know, we talk a lot, we work a lot, and he always he told me something real the other day. He was like, bro, I recognize it. He like a lot of shit you do. People don't look at it that way, but he like, even when you doing something, it might look like it's for you. It's really for everybody and for other people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we underestimate sometimes how much we could help even the next person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you could get 20 <laughs> touchdowns, but them two for, oh boy, that you freed up, you feel me? It's going to be everything to him. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And it's like, we, you know, people in our position, we always just gotta. Even when you feel stressed out, even when you feel like, damn, I did enough for motherfuckers, or I might have went the extra, you know, ran my, all my laps. Out, right. You like, but that extra one, <laughs> other one that mm-hmm. you you might got in you, you got it for. We got it for a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nice. I don't question that as no more at all. You know, I recognize it, I rely on it to mm-hmm. where it's like, even when they think we done, it's like, nah, we got an overtime in us. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. If we need it, twenty five eight is where I look yeah. at that shit. We, yeah. we we ain't stopping. Yeah. And uh, no, for, for your your uh, label, obviously OPM. Um, yeah. You had to start off with yourself, and then yeah, you know exactly. you start signing um, artists. Um, for for me, I look at that as like a next chapter. Like like where I'm at now in my career, like I'm 14 years in the league, got yeah. a year or two left. But then yeah. I'm starting to transition over to coaching these young dudes. Yeah. I got my own Pop Warner football yeah. team out of LA. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. reaching back and grabbing these young dudes. Yeah. Like for you, like talk about that yeah. um, side of it. You being on the other side of it now, where you making decisions on your artists yeah. and you kind of are controlling their futures. Like what's that like for you? It's a great experience. I I was consciously wanted to get in the music business to do that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So like from the jump, I was like, I want to be a CEO. I don't just want to be a rapper. I want to have artists. I want to have a real label. Like I want to do all that. I want to be like Russell Simmons, but if Russell Simmons had great albums too, Mm -hmm. you know, on Def Jam, like that's how I wanted to look at it. But I would say that um, it's kind of like, if I look at it now, like if I'm the owner of a baseball team, like I could see who who do what, but ultimately when you put people on the field, they got to get it done. You, can't you know go, what I'm saying? You can't catch you that can't, ball yeah, you, 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 you learn that fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sizing somebody up, how they put, do they fashion, what they do, how, all that is cool, but in the game is where it's going to count. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I've learned that immediately. Like you gotta identify who gonna do damage in the game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I I love it, man. I'm getting it. I'm in fashion as well. Like we have a clothing brand. You know what I'm saying? I want to get into more like writing films and stuff too. I'm sure. y'all gonna see me. A lot of people gonna That's see sure. me transitioning into that. Like not nothing that have to do with the music, but just like the music is an ex- extension of our experiences as young, you know, African American black kids <clears throat> in the inner city. Yep. And I want to kind of figure out a way where we could, you know, tell our stories mm-hmm. in theaters. Again, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and shit that we could really relate to, not all one sided, not watered down either, you know, right. you know what I'm saying, but just sure. real life. And I'm about to, you know, I, so I've been working on a lot of ideas, Definitely, you know, yeah, in that sure. realm just to that. stay busy, you know what I'm saying, Supporting. as like you said, you know, I might drop a couple more albums, but right. other than that, we still got lives to live and, sure. and things to contribute. Cool, cool, cool. No, I respect yeah. that, man. Shit, uh. I wish you all the luck, man. I appreciate you coming to Fade the Booth. Yeah, you know, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, like I said, Lamert Park's finest. Believe Don it. Kenny in the house, man. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. I got the money, but my pride keep me in the streets. I got the hustle, but we guarantee we gon' go. I got a few plays. I'm quarterback. I'm Tom Brady, 12 in the pack, and I'ma throw it, get my arm crazy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.